0: Good afternoon and happy Tuesday, everyone. Welcome to episode 66 of Sports Takes Galore. I'm your host, Gabe, and thank you for listening. In this episode, you will hear my NBA takes on all the happenings and what I see going on in the world of the NBA. Tim Tebow makes an attempt to get back in the NFL as he recently signed a one-year deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars as a tight end. My takes on that. And finally, is Devontae Adams signaling to the Green Bay Packers that he wants out if Aaron Rodgers is not his quarterback? My takes on that, all coming up on the other side. And now, without further ado, let's get right into it. I'm going to start my opening take in the NBA. I'm going to start off with the Washington Wizards. First off, congratulations to Russell Westbrook. Last night, versus the Atlanta Hawks, Russell Westbrook became the all-time leader in triple-doubles, passing Oscar Robinson with 182 career triple-doubles. Russell Westbrook had 28 points, 13 rebounds, and 21 assists, and a losing effort. Throughout his career, Westbrook has had five triple-doubles against 20 of the 30 NBA teams and this year he will finish first in triple doubles for the 6th time in his career matching Oscar Robinson and only trailing Jason Kidd and Magic Johnson now Russell Westbrook does have his flaws he's not a great shooter and he's a turnover machine but despite that he brings it every night in my opinion he's like the modern day Alan Iverson you know what you're gonna get night in and night out but here's my question Why is it that Russell Westbrook is not getting at least some MVP talk? Now I get it. The Wizards are in 10th place in the play-in tournament, which they'll be playing next week. They've got off to a slow start due to injuries, canceled games due to COVID. But despite that, they've gotten it together. And Russell Westbrook has been a big reason why. One of the big reasons why. I mean, if it is because of the slow start that he's not getting an MVP talk, you could say the same thing for Steph Curry. The Golden State Warriors are going to be playing in a play-in tournament next week. That doesn't diminish what Steph Curry has done over the past month, month and a half. I'm not saying Russell Westbrook should be the MVP of the league, but he at least should get some consideration. Now, I know Russell Westbrook has been getting most of the attention, and rightfully so, But let's not sleep on his partner, Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal has been on a scoring tear as of late. He's been averaging 33 points a game over the last 10 games, including a 50-pointer Saturday night versus the Indiana Pacers. Bradley Beal has been the second leading scorer behind Steph Curry this season. So a big part of the turnaround for the Wizards this season has been Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. But despite that, The Wizards are in last place in the play-in tournament at number 10. I'm still not convinced that they're going to make any noise in the playoffs. Whether it's in this play-in tournament or whether they win it and get into the first round. I believe they'll be bounced out. And we won't be talking about them anymore in about one to two weeks. So for the Wizards... I mean, kudos to Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal, but their time is just about up. Now for my second NBA take, bad news for the Boston Celtics. One of their best players, Jalen Brown, suffered a season-ending injury, a torn ligament in his left wrist, and will miss the rest of the season and the playoffs. This is a bad sign for the Celtics. I mean, right now, they're in 7th place in the play-in tournament. And it looks more and more likely they're going to be in that play-in tournament. And what this means is, it's going to be on the shoulders of Jason Tatum and Kimball Walker. Both these guys are going to have to step their games up if Boston is going to win in this playoff tournament and get into the playoffs. Because right now, the way it looks... Boston maybe Headed for a first round exit. I, mean, I, I personally... Think they're going to win... In the play-in tournament. But after that... I don't see them going much further. And I believe this first round exit... That I predict is going to happen... Is going to make you question... Whether... This Boston team... In its current form... Is worth keeping together. I mean... We might have to start looking at Danny Ainge, and he has been a good GM for the most part, but I don't think he can keep this team together, and Boston might have to decide whether they need to keep him as well. Now for my third NBA take, my Los Angeles Lakers. Currently, the Lakers are in the seventh spot, which means they'll be in the play-in tournament. If, the play, if it were to start today. But there's still an opportunity. They must win the final four games of the regular season. And hope Portland loses two of the, the, their final four games. Well, they won last night. So they got three more games. But the Lakers have a chance. Because here's what they have. They have the New York Knicks tonight. The return of LeBron James. The Houston Rockets, the Indiana Pacers and the New Orleans Pelicans while the Blazers have Utah, Phoenix and Denver so but either way I don't believe it matters where the Lakers end up because once LeBron gets in the playoff mode, it's on and I believe he's going to use these next four games to get himself prime and ready and also good news for my Lakers is Anthony Davis seems to be finding his stride. I mean, he had 42 points and 15 rebounds and some block shots versus the Phoenix Suns. So it's not going to matter which seeding they are. My Lakers are going to be a tough out against any of the top five teams. So just enjoy it while you can right now, Western Conference Because once LeBron gets in a playoff mode, ain't nothing going to stop him. Now I'm going to close my NBA take with the play-in tournament. Now let's just say my Lakers have to play in this tournament next week. I don't think that's going to be a bad thing. I actually believe it's going to generate a lot of interest. Because, think about it, you got LeBron and AD playing... At the beginning of the playoffs in this new format, you got Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. And in the Eastern Conference, you have the Boston Celtics with Jason Tatum, who's a big star. And you got the Charlotte Hornets, a rising star in LaMelo Ball. So I think you could generate a lot more interest than it would be had the Lakers. Not be in this tournament. So, either way, I think this could be a good thing. So don't let's not sleep on this um play-in tournament because even if the Lakers are not there, it's still the fact that you still have Steph Curry, you could have Dame Lillard, you could have Jason Tatum and Lamelo Ball. I think it still would be a good tournament. And of course, n- not to forget about Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. So, I can't wait to see how this plays out. I mean, this may grow into something really big. I mean, almost like the wild card round in the NFL. I mean, wild card weekend generates a lot of excitement. And this tournament might do do something similar. So, let's stay tuned. Now, that closes my NBA takes segment. And now, let's go to my NFL takes. Let's start off with the big story yesterday. Tim Tebow signs with the Jacksonville Jaguars for one season as a tight end. Now, it's been nine years since Tim Tebow last played in the NFL. The last time he played in the NFL was December 30th, 2012, as a member of the New York Jets we well, only played like two games and he played on special teams I mean Tim Tebow was drafted back in 2011 started 14 games for the Broncos his biggest moment was in the, in the wild card playoff game versus the Pittsburgh Steelers in overtime on the first play of the game he throws an 80 yard touchdown pass to Demarius Thomas to end that game But of course, they went to the divisional round and got blown out by the Patriots. And after he went to the Jets and he played just those two two games, he was released. And then he's been bouncing around a couple of teams, but never made the cut. Since then, Tebow's been basically doing broadcasts and has been playing baseball for the Mets for five years but never made the big league roster Here, here, here's one of, here's my takes I think this is obvious that Jacksonville is trying to generate some revenue as far as fan interest because there's a good chance in Urban Meyer's first year he's going to struggle And he figured if, if Tim Tebow can make an NFL roster, that'll get some fans in the seats. Because he is from Jacksonville. I mean, Urban Meyer was his former coach at Florida and they won two national championships. But I also got to ask this question. What is it that Tebow's trying to prove at this point? I mean, trying to get back in the NFL... Thinking, if I play as a tight end, then there's a good chance he'll make a roster. I mean, he's never played that position before. So we'll make him think that he can be a safety blanket for Trevor Lawrence. Or a good blocker for Travis Etienne. I mean, is he trying to prove that look? I got some unfinished business. So I want to try again and see if I can make it on an NFL roster. I mean, what is it that Urban Meyer is trying to prove by even allowing this signing to happen? I get it. He has a soft spot for Tim Tebow. I mean, is he trying to bring some morale to the locker room? Trying to say, this is how you saying to this young team that bringing Tebow in he's going to show you how to work and how to become a better player I mean if this is the case this would be kind of insulting in my view you're basically telling 5 and 10 year vets that to look at the worth ethic or teach them worth ethic I'm going to turn to Tim Tebow Now this is not to say that Tebow's a bad person because I don't think he is. I think he is a good person. I mean, he was a great college player. But you're basically going to tell vets that they don't know what what hard work and dedication is in order to stay in the NFL? You're going to depend on a, a guy who at best was very mediocre and flamed out. So, all I'm gonna say for this is good luck to Tim Tebow. I wish him the best, but let's not be let's not kid ourselves. Let's not be surprised that on the final cut day he gets cut, and he's either out of the league again or he's on Urban Meyer's practice squad. And finally, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams said yesterday that he would be pondering his future with the Green Bay Packers if Aaron Rodgers does not come back. And so far, Aaron Rodgers has made it plain and clear he does not want to return. Now, Devontae Adams is in the final year of his contract. And he's basically saying, without saying, that I don't know if I want to be with the Packers long term here's what I take from this Packer fans y'all need to be calling up the front office of the Packers and beg plead protest that they get this thing done and make Aaron Rodgers happy so Devontae Adams can be happy I mean, Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers has got a great chemistry. Why would you mess that up? I mean, if Aaron Rodgers is not there, the Packers season is done. I mean, you're going to sit there and tell me that anybody preparing for the Packers this year is going to be afraid of Jordan Love? Really? Now, Devontae Adams didn't say he went out directly but he's that little hint there is basically saying when my contract is over i'm gone i'm gone now as a possibility he may make some noise and say please trade me which of course the packers don't have to trade him this season because he's on the final year of the contract and he has to and he can he can be a, a big a big free agent in 2022 which we all know he would be the biggest free agent in the NFL in 2022 noah fans butts or maybes about it so Packer fans you guys are the owners of the Green Bay Packers y'all need to be out in Packer and the Packers front office protesting making calls and pleading with the front office to get this thing straightened out now, I'm not saying the GM needs to be fired. I'm not calling for that w- one bit. But y'all need to make y'all voices heard and say, please fix this. Because we all know, without Darren Rogers, we're not going to be talking about the Packers anymore during the regular season. Now, this will conclude episode 66 of Sports Takes Galore. I'm your host, Gabe, and thank you for listening, and thank you for downloading. I appreciate it. You can follow this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and other podcast platforms. You can follow me on Twitter at GGSports13. I'd like to thank you for listening, and thank you for downloading. Have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.